having one hell of a show for you tonight. Phil, please, if you will, introduce tonight's guest runner and watch that screen. Welcome to the Signal Fire Podcast. I am always as Matt. We got Chris right there. Hello. But Mike is missing today because he's got to work overtime. That's right. He's making some bucks. That's good, though. He's making that money for the FIA. That's right. That government money. So how's been your week? My week's been pretty good. Um, had a long week of work, and then, you know, this weekend now I got some time off for myself. Just went out to dinner with my wife and had a good time. So, I don't know, just relaxing right now and uh, ready to get into it, man. They have, well, it's been an action-packed week. We had Davos. Tons uh, of stuff. Yeah, tons of stuff, man. Uh, shit's been stupid this week, and... You know, a lot of things going on in the world and um, with uh, the stuff been going on in Ukraine over there. We got stuff going on in Davos. We got stuff going on in our country. It's a whole lot of shit. And not a lot of it's great, but there's been some glimmers of hope. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Let's get into it. All right. Let's see uh, let's See what's going on in, in the country. First of all, I want to apologize to everybody. I was, I listened to our podcast last week, first time <laughs> podcasting, and I seem to have talked over everybody the whole time, and I facepalmed as soon as I heard it. So I want to apologize, and I'm going to work on that. So a couple, couple too many banquet beers, you know? Dude, I get oh, fired man. up. I get okay. fired up, man. We got to, I mean, sometimes we just got to have a few drinks and try to forget about all the madness, too crazy yeah well, gotta work it out gotta breathe it out you know what i mean yep there's nothing wrong with having some drinks that's right i've had a few mixed drinks tonight <laughs> not that i'm an alcohol i don't drink all week and in the weekend i sometimes cut loose and that's when we're doing our podcast so it kind of coincides so you guys get to hear that drunk with me sometimes see all right so what you got to begin, we got Charlemagne the God. See, they're turning. 
Democratic Party has turned. I like that Biden. wooden spoon survivor shirt, by the way. I just want to say that I am also a wooden spoon survivor. <laughs> my mom used to whoop my ass with a wooden spoon. Same here. And I didn't mind the wooden spoon because sometimes that motherfucker would break. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, okay, good. The pain's over. I used to act like the wooden spoon was worse than it was because I hated the belt. Yeah, the belt. <laughs> so, the belt See, was I, worse. I'd hide underneath a, a blanket or something, then I would act like it's hurting me and I could barely feel it. Yeah, yeah, you're like, oh, oh, it hurts like, so oh, like, humanity. It's like it's like you're a wrestler, just like you know, just just you know, acting like you're getting beat up and shit. It's it's a good thing, and I like the big Bigfoot saw me shirt too. That's a cool shirt. Anyway, go ahead. So uh, look, it looks like the Democratic Party is is turning on Joe Biden. It looks like they want him out of there. But uh, like everybody says, you know, he's got his backup plan is Kamala Harris, <laughs> and uh, nobody wants her. So. You know, who knows what's going to happen, but you know, it's bad when Charlemagne the God is on his show talking about how Joe Biden has dementia and how he saw him talking to nobody and he was talking to a ghost. I mean, that's that's showing that um, I think they're sick of him. They're just done. So uh, a state of President Biden's mental health stirred up debate on Friday mornings, the Breakfast Club, you know, because it hasn't been an issue since now. You know, it's only now visible. There's right. He's only been. He's only been crazy for how long and just rattling shit off the top of his head and like not knowing where he's walking off the stage, so, so on and so forth. I mean, how long has this shit been going on? And just now the the leftists and the uh, Mockingbird media are now talking about it, you know? Yeah. yeah so that raises questions. That raises questions. Why are they talking about it now? So that right. leads us, people like us, to believe. Well, what's going to go on with this? And plus, and now you see other things going on with Biden, like the uh, the documents that he is, the secret documents and, right. and things like that, that um, he had in possession while he was vice president. So he can't use the same argument Donald Trump is using as far as Donald Trump said, oh, I declassified that information. And there's a which, difference between Donald Trump storing storing. Uh, documents in a locked room and, and Joe Biden storing them in a box next to his Corvette in his fucking garage in Delaware. It's, like, it's, it's night and day, man. It's such a joke. Um, I don't know about night and day, but the big difference is Donald Trump was president when he took those out. So his argument that he declassified the documents, though, I think is thin yeah, because there's, there, there's, well, there's a doc, there's a process for, um, declassifying and when a document is declassified typically it's made public so mm. the public can view it you can't view a public uh, document that's declassified if if trump declassified those documents you cannot view it um if it's locked in mar-a-lago you know what i mean it's yeah. not made public it's not made public it wasn't like, in the archives and he didn't register with the archives precisely so there's a process <laughs> Um, but that's Donald Trump's argument. Biden doesn't can't make that argument because he was vice president and vice presidents do not have the authority to um, make documents uh, right. declassified. He doesn't he didn't have that uh, authority. So he's even more guilty than than even Trump would be. But especially I say, with the documents. I mean, dude, I just, house. Sorry. Go no, 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 go ahead. I'm, I'll just no, ramble saying, on. They're dude. sitting at his house with his crackhead son Hunter Biden renting it out. You know who who knows what people came by there and took a little gander. You know what I mean? Like, God only knows what the fuck they were up to. From what I understand, some of these documents pertain to Ukraine and um, 
other foreign powers, I think maybe Iran, I believe is Iran in Ukraine from what I've heard this week. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. And I obviously can't verify that because I haven't seen the documents myself. Um, but I mean, that's, I mean, that's foreign policy stuff. I mean, Hunter Biden and uh, Joe Biden are have been balls deep in Ukraine with Burisma and things like that for you know the longest time. Oh yeah. So I mean, I'm, I imagine a lot of the stuff has has to pertain to that. We'll obviously not know, but I mean, the thing is, why didn't the deep state and Biden's team cover this up? Right. That's my question. They actively worked with the archives to. To cover it up. Well, they, they, not they, not well, worked they, with, they, but they um, they were. Oh man, I'm gonna have to go reread that. But they were they were working against the archives to try to cover it up. But then the they, archives. They did. They did initially try to cover it up, and they the Biden team. This, this so this whole thing came to light prior to the midterms as well. So, I mean, they waited for all the midterms and the runoff election in Georgia with Herschel Walker, who's dumbass. Um, this, so they, they held pick. all they Yeah. Great pick Trump. Good job. Uh, so they, they managed to hold it off all the way until then, until now, um, you know, so the Democrats could retain control of the Senate and win a lot of house seats um yeah. they, you know not enough to to stave off the you know the republicans but still they they did way more than lot. everybody was building it up to be they did a lot better than expected um yeah. in the house and because they didn't have way. mitch mcconnell uh sabotaging <laughs> uh fellow members and not giving them enough money and you know using his war chest where he wanted to instead of covering all the ground you know because he's a piece of yeah. shit Right. And, you know, uh, Mitch McConnell didn't, you know, he's obviously, he didn't, doesn't like a lot of these mega separatist right. types. And, um, and, and let's face it, Donald Trump's stop the steal candidates drive a lot of the independents the wrong way, regardless of whether you think Donald Trump had stolen, let's say you think Donald Trump stole the, or got the, the election was stolen from Donald Trump. Um, that doesn't fly with a lot of people who buy into the mainstream media. And uh, it drove a lot of people that are independents to vote for Democrats and hold their nose and vote for Democrats, even though in the face of a shitty economy, in the face of high inflation, in the face of uh, sky high gas prices, uh, in pretty much crisis on the, the world stage. Where this this whole administration has been nothing but a complete dumpster fire, it's um, really driven driven people to still vote for the Democratic ticket, in which I find insane. But well, back, back to this article real quick, though. Go ahead, yeah. Let, uh, I'm getting off, yeah, I'm getting off the rails here. Go ahead. Oh, it's just it's just talking about the the back and forth began when host Charlemagne the God and co-host DJ Envy rattled off list of reasons why they feel Biden is losing his grip on reality and should consider retiring as a one-term president. And it's just, uh, they're just talking about him having dementia, and he's just incapable of being the president. And it's like, you know, it's, to me, it's it's apparent that what they're doing is just building building it up to where when they do drop the hammer on him for whatever they're going to, you know, it's not as shocking. 
Do you think that Biden's going to run in the 2024 election, MD? I don't think so. I think that's all. Bullshit. You don't think so? So what do you what do you what do you think what do you think that the Democrats are going to do? Look into your crystal ball here. Let me let me shine my bold spot, and you can see the future, and you could and tell me what you think is going to happen in 2024 here. Gavin Newsom, they're pulling him out. They're going to pull Gavin. You think Gavin Newsom is going to be you, the I guy? Bet you. I, I've seen him. He's he's a Pelosi. They've been grooming him for a long time to to be something. And it's like even when California's uh, residents, I think, overwhelmingly voted to uh, get him out of there, and they just staged or they rigged another election. So it's like they want him in there, and he's like a tyrant at the the highest level. So. Absolutely, he is. Um. I'd be hard pressed to see Americans and, uh, voting for him, but you get the vice president, you get uh, that uh, the stroke guy from uh, Pennsylvania, and that's a that's a winning ticket for the Democratic Party right there. What's his name? No, I can't see him be running for vice president. I can't see I'm it. Just kidding. Well, who do you who do you think who do you think what do you think the the Democratic tickets are? You don't think it's going to be Biden? No, I don't. You I don't, don't think so? I, I think they're gonna get rid of him. They're gonna take him out of office. So you I, think Kamala is gonna be president? I think they're gonna wait as long as they can, and then they're gonna, you know, do the inevitable. What do you mean? Going. What do you mean as long as they can? Well, right, you know, man. try to hold off as long as possible so that Kamala Harris has the least amount of time as president possible before the next election. I think that's what they're trying to do. Oh, wow. I don't, I don't, I don't see, I don't see Kamala, I don't see Kamala um, coming in or anything like that. I really don't. Yeah. Well, they're trying their damnedest to keep him out or keep her out. Yeah. I got a lot of background noise here. With... Disaster, my guy. All it's right. A disaster. It's a dump. It's a dumpster fire, dude. It's a dumpster fire. This yeah. administration's dumpster fire, and they're going to keep us guessing. I think it's it's going to be hard to look into the crystal ball and see. What yeah. do you think? What do you think about the uh, the Republican ticket? What do you think the Republican ticket's going to be this far that's, out? I mean, we're, 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 it's just going to be all speculation right now. Yeah, I but, mean, it's it's got to be. I mean, obviously Trump, unless something happens, he's obviously going to stick his head in there. And uh, maybe DeSantis and maybe a few other people that are un unforeseen at this time, but who knows? You never know what these people are going to pull out of their, their magic hat. Well, I like to throw in my two cents before I I say um, I, I don't trust DeSantis. No, no. Uh, I obviously don't trust Trump. Um, regarding these secret documents in Biden, and Trump, I think that they both should be thrown in jail because if either me or you had top secret documents and we got caught with them like that in, in a garage or in a property we owned or wherever it is, doesn't matter where. If either me or you or any Joe Blow off the street or any regular person uh, got caught with this stuff, dude, we'd be going to jail and facing all kinds of crime and, and, you know, any, if anybody had that stuff, I mean, we'd, we'd all be in trouble but because right. of who they are and their, their positions of power. They're able to not get charged and just get investigation after investigation and, and nothing ever happens and nothing ever comes of it. I think that's a disgrace. 
people should be treated equally under the law, regardless of your position or power. Yes, that is what makes a uh, free society when everybody is treated equal under the law, regardless of who you are. Yeah. And we don't have that in this country. Hmm. And that's, um, you know, that's that's a shame. I, I say lock them both up. That's what I think. That's the plutocracy we live in, man. It's like lock, corporations lock and people with money make the rules and do as I say, lock not them. as I do. Right, lock them up and give them a fair trial. I mean, that's that's the way we, anybody else would be treated. That's the way they deserve to be treated. I think that's fair. And I think I speak for a lot of American people when I say that. Yep. I agree. Something's got to be done. Absolutely. But, but, but don't cross your fingers because guess what? We don't live in a true democracy. I think we just are given the illusion of a democracy. We live in yeah. a cor- corporatocracy where they control they control way too much. A new world order. There you go. A new yep. world order. New world order. Good old, good old Pappy, Pappy Bush. God bless. Mm-hmm. He's he's burning in hell. Yeah. We can only hope so. We can we can only hope. Can only hope so. We can only pray. Comes from a long, long line of Nazi sympathizing scumbags. Yep. His, his daddy was funding the Nazis. Prescott Bush got shut down for funding the Nazis. Operation Paperclip. If you guys don't know what it is, check it out. Look into it. Um, Operation Paperclip was when the U.S. got a bunch of Nazis. They helped Nazis escape war criminals. Uh, people should have been put to death. Yep. Um, like Werner von Braun that helped fund uh, and start the NASA. Uh, people like that. You know, he helped uh, start, uh, I think, what did he help do with the Nazis? V2 rockets and shit like that. And that's just that's just the NASA and rocket program that's, and the bomb. That's program. just the rocket. That's just that. They put that's they, just that. They put Nazis all over the country in all sorts of different types of businesses and corporations, banking, you know, industry, defense, all this stuff. It's disgusting. And it's disgusting. widely it's widely known that it it's been a Nazi. It's a secret Nazi takeover of America. Like Sam Tripoli uh, says, you know, Nazis Nazis. Uh, Won the war, Germany lost. Shout out to the Sam Tripoli, good guy. So we got our uh, our beautiful uh, Vice President Kamala Harris attempting to explain how electricity works. <laughs> I mean, I thought we all, we all pretty much had the idea, but she explains it so well. Oh my God! Dude, let's, yeah. Today, America has more than half a million miles of transmission lines. Enough to wrap <laughs> around the globe 24 times. So smart. My brain cells are committing suicide. Power plants where electricity is created to homes and businesses and schools and hospitals across our nation. Think about it. Every time you turn on a light or charge your laptop or plug in your air conditioner, or put leftovers in the fridge, you rely on the power delivered by our nation's network 
of transmission lines. Genius. I, now oh. I understand. I didn't understand before, but she just broke it down for me. And I really appreciate that. Very profound. She's, she's, so, she's, she's so fucking smart. She's so beautiful. I wish I could be as smart and beautiful smart. as her. Hey, absolutely. I mean, just, Jesus. Just a gift. What a, what what a train wreck. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you oh can't tell God, the heavy sarcasm, a... people. Yeah, what a train wreck. No. She yeah, is dumb as a box. We had a saying in the Marine Corps, you're dumb as a box of rocks. That bitch is fucking about that smart. She's a fucking dude, she's rock. Montel dude. Williams' is, uh, side piece, a side piece. Like, she was a second side piece. She banged Montel. Montel. Williams. Yeah, and she was banging that uh, crackhead mayor of Washington, D.C., too. What's his name? She was uh she was his mistress. She's a lot of people. Yeah, that's why they call her heels up Harris. Yeah, she, she fucking she, she clawed her way to the top. Dude, yeah. Get, you know, you know, do what you gotta do, but fucking vice president, I think that's a bridge too far, dude. I mean, she's the <laughs> wasn't it, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't she the one of the first people to drop out? Tulsi Gabbard, like she had the dropped lowest the elbow. Yeah, the lowest Tulsi, percentage. Right. Tulsi Gabbard like shut her down and dropped the elbow off the top rope and in a debate on her ass about how she, how fucking stupid she was and and uh I believe how she used to like use her position to like lock up black people and she's like speaking for black people and shit and she used her position as a prosecutor to like just like you know fill the jails and shit like that and just shut her down and after that she plummeted i believe because I, I i used to watch all them debates i used to watch even the democrat debates because i i like polit i like to watch politics i like to i enjoy the the back and forth even though you know it's a show but i mean it's like wrestling you know right wrestling's a show and i like to watch that too right. i used to at least but um you know I, I i can watch a show and know it's a show you know what i mean but she got her she got her ass handed to her by Tulsi Gabbard. I remember that, and uh, she got she was like one of the first people out of the whole Democratic primary. And boom, she's the one she's the pick. You know why she's the pick, everybody? Because she's the most malleable to whatever she'll do whatever fucking people tell her to do. Anything yep. for the power, you know. Yep. So I don't know. That's my opinion. It's one man's opinion, but it's the truth. I'm a truthist. Oh, uh, but no, I'm just kidding. Oh man, heels up, Harris! What a disgrace! <laughs> Another disgrace. Uh, it never fucking ends, dude. So, so it have, never you, heard, fucking have ends. you heard about this um, police training facility that they're trying to build? I believe down in Florida. And, Negative. Uh, and um, Antifa has made it there number one mission down there to um live in live in the trees and they won't leave the property and they they are trying to hold up or stop construction of this facility but um so the kid got shot after shooting at the police first and he now shot it so he in a tree he, so he's in a tree with a sniper rifle shooting at cops is that is that what i'm, I'm uh, getting from here? he shot he shot at the police first what and, do you have? Uh, a BB gun? No, they have a real a real gun. 
So this is what they're calling for. <sighs> Defend the Atlanta Forest Night of Rage. So they're Night calling for retaliation rage. on the police because the police shot somebody that shot at them first. So he shot a cop first. He stopped. He shot a state trooper. Or no, it's down in Georgia. I'm sorry, not Florida, Georgia. It's outside Atlanta. And uh, he shot a uh, Georgia state trooper first. And then they returned fire and he was killed. Now they're calling for a night of rage and they're listing all the cops names, uh, personal info. They got their pictures up and they're calling for the assassination of these police because they came in and got shot at and shot somebody in return. Friday, January 20th, night of rage. Kill all the cops you can get. Look at And the vengeance will be ours. Antifa's throwing a pig roast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, pig roast. Solidarity attacks better spread like fucking wildfire. They say, fuck the police. It's like, but why, why do you choose this? Why is this your hill to die on, Antifa? It's like, I mean, I'm not a giant fan. I'm not a giant fan of the police, but I mean, I, mean, the, I like but, good but, cops. But this There's shit's, a very this, few good cops. Absolutely, but I do like absolutely, good cops, but... absolutely. There is good cops out there. I mean, knowing and, your rights, knowing your rights is your number one uh, protection I, against all police. I really try not to throw the baby out with the bathwater with police, but I mean, there are good ones. And but but this shit's just ridiculous. I mean, Antifa. Go fuck yourself. They're going after the contractors, the bankrollers, the families, you know, listing their names yeah. and addresses. So you their, know, their you families know, could get Yeah, injured. we need the names, we need the names and addresses of these motherfuckers because they like right. they, they like to hide behind masks why, why, and why isn't else. why isn't any anybody fighting fighting a fair fight and, and publishing their shit? Doxing yeah. them. It's, it's exactly. Let's find out where let regular people find out where they live and the families of the police find out where they live. And let's go to their house let's and see how they pay. just see how they like it. You know what I mean? I mean, look at them burning burning shit and you know, fuck is, these mother. Uh, They're fucking little coward bitches. Fuck yeah. and fuck you, Antifa. Fuck, fuck you. you. Right here. I'm not wearing a mask. Shit. Fuck you. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Domestic terrorist, dude. Give me a break. Protesting. You're going to protest my fucking... My foot across your fucking ass, dude. Bunch of pussies, dude. That's all they are. Let them do something one-on-one. Never. They always got to fucking act in a bunch... They have to have a group and then and have have you know like you got, one you or got two an instigator there. in every group and then the rest of the group just yep. surrounds somebody and then they just attack yeah. all at once like a gang of yeah. like a gang of sisters. just just a bunch of thugs dude mm-hmm. that's all it is and when they do fight somebody one on one most of the time if it's somebody uh, like a conservative they get their ass whooped <laughs> well, I mean, not all the time but I mean it just it just. They're just they're just a bunch I mean, of cowards. It's, like, it's a coward. It's it's a cowardly way to it's a cowardly way to fight. But they're they're I mean, pale, malnutritioned, just low on vitamin D, <laughs> low on testosterone. They don't know what the hell's going on except for what they're being told. Testosterone. These little beta cucks. And they think they can hit the streets in groups. It's like, yeah, well, you know what solves that? Carrying a firearm and just you know shooting them when they attack you. You you got to defend yourself. I mean, um, I'm not not advocating for violence against anybody. No, and I think that anytime you'd definitely use deadly force, it should be used as a last resort. Right. But if but if, if someone's coming after you, 
if you're you got to protect yourself and your you family too right? you, for sure you have to protect yourself and your family and if they're shooting at cops and and hiding in trees as you say i mean i don't know what the they're living in the trees is. they're living they're like you know they're they're, they're are they ewoks? in the trees yeah are they swinging from vines and shit from tree to tree and fucking I'm telling, I'm telling you man big fucking you know what the fuck dude we don't need ewok antifa fucking running around here that's and that no. shit ain't right dude no i like ewoks I don't like the. I don't. I wouldn't like to think that they they would join uh, a group of such as. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't like to think that Ewoks would join a group like Antifa. Yeah, no, I love Ewoks, man. I know. I know Ewoks my Ewok are... friends would never do that. <laughs> they're, Ewoks they're are the... cool, dude. They're 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 anti uh, anti empire, dude. And fucking Antifa, as much as they think that they're anti empire. You're pro empire. You're pro WEF. You're pro all these big businesses. You're pro new world order, yep. and you're just a puppet. I mean, look at yourself. Look who's funding you. You're all puppets. Look who's funding your ideology. You're puppets, all of you. So I, I'd say to you, uh, all you people that are in Antifa, take a good look at the agenda and where you align with that agenda and you'll find that you are uh you're just being used as a pawn like a pawn in chess what else you got md oh well i think that's about it for me i'm gonna move on to your articles here Okay. Yeah, we'll get, we discussed uh... a, we discussed a little bit what I want to discuss uh, whether uh, these secret documents and stuff were going to implicate Biden and Biden, whether that the establishment uh, powers that be are trying to get rid of Biden mm-hmm. to open the open the door to somebody else and um and and if so who who you would think that that would be. And you said Harris for uh, Harris partially, and then going to Newsom. And I could see Newsom being a front runner in the Democrat. I think uh, they're gonna pull him out. I think I think that's a, I think that's a good bet because I don't see anybody else that's Mm-mm. been because he's been going toe to toe with DeSantis over right. the last couple months. He's been purchasing ad time and uh, running commercials prior to the midterms in Florida against DeSantis. Um, so he's been very active in this stage, and that's very unlikely for a governor from one state to do that to a governor in another state, especially rival states such as California and Florida. And right. either rivals in every bit of the way, one coast, one other coast, one ideology, one other ideology. Um, what do you think of DeSantis? DeSantis, I mean, he's doing everything publicly right. He's doing everything anybody would expect, you know, everybody wants him to do. But just like everybody else in the background, who knows who he really works for, who he's paid off by. He's obviously a Zionist. Um, you know, he was he was Trump's homeboy and then he wasn't. So, I mean, who knows what's going to happen. But uh, I don't trust him. I don't, I don't trust, trust any politician. <laughs> You're right. I don't trust him either. I trust that um... one politician. 
I'd say the the biggest person in politics that I do trust now, or the the person I trust most, I should say, I wouldn't say I trust him totally, but the person I trust most would be Rand Paul. Rand Paul, um, yeah, he's he's the only one I would trust. Yeah, I I would put some trust in him, but anybody else, not so much. Um, DeSantis, I think. I think we run a real possibility of him walking the walk just to get into the position. And then when he's in the position, just flipping the switch and going like a Lindsey Graham, John McCain type of, uh, type of Republican. I could see right. that. I really can. Um, or even like a Mike Pence type, you know what I mean? Mike Pence talks a big right wing game, but you know, he's just as neocon as uh, George W. And that's the truth. He is. It, he's a you know George W is a Texas man and right. uh, we don't we don't we don't trust him we don't trust George George W. I'm a Texas uh, man. There it is. That's what I was trying to get. There you go. You're, sl- you're slow, MD. You're slow. Hey, I'm still getting used to this stuff, man. This is we're an experience. I'm an experienced here. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. We'll give you a pass. We'll give you a pass. It's a learning curve. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna transition over to your uh, your first article here. Go ahead. Let's segue. All right. A little training. It's is that training music. Yeah. Uh, transition. I think I think training music should be a little more flamboyant. <laughs> I think um so, I think maybe like your first one I see here is what what you got Kissinger Kissinger sheds resistance to Ukraine joining NATO so uh, now Henry Kissinger doesn't mind Ukraine joining NATO um, NATO in my opinion has been um, going eastward and eastward we probably we'd promised russia right that we wouldn't be going you know not a, not an inch more eastward and we've been absorbing all these former baltic states incrementally just moving closer and closer to their front door and then and, and surrounding them essentially right. and that makes this this is what makes russia feel threatened enough exactly. to do something like invading ukraine um prior to them invading ukraine uh ukraine was uh ukraine was being floated as possibly joining nato and you know this is post the coup that obama had thrown in in ukraine to get uh you know this this zelensky regime in in power i think it was somebody before zelensky and then zelensky came but either way is a pro pro western government and uh yeah, I mean, and then you know, and this is just more talk that's just inching us closer to World War Three. Um, World War Three wouldn't be advisable for uh, NATO or or Russia or anywhere else in the world. But World, it's, uh, world wars are not good for anybody. No, it's not, and and stuff like this. I mean, we need to respect other people's red lines as as a country. I think. The United States needs to respect other people's red lines instead of just dancing around on the red line and then sticking one foot over the red line and being, look, 
I stuck my foot over and then be like, okay, now here's the red line. And then I stuck another foot over that red line. Now, now this is the red line. You know what I mean? It's before it was unconscionable to send, you know, weapons like Bradley's and tanks and stuff to Ukraine. Now we're shipping uh, stuff like that. NATO countries are uh, shipping tanks and things like that to them. You know, it's, we're getting we're getting closer and closer to the the uh, a nuclear annihilation of of the world, and it's it's not good. Russia has way more weapons than the United uh, better weapons as far as nuclear capable weapons and um, hypersonic weapons that can carry like ten ten or so uh, warheads so a hypersonic weapon will be here in minutes from from russia right. to the, the mainland united states and then it's got 10 warheads that'll all branch off like a multiple missiles and blow up in the, the entire eastern seaboard in one they're saying, shot they're saying that actually they would go after like montana and uh, the dakotas first i i don't think so i think they'd go after yeah, washington dc I I don't know. I, I I disagree with that. I think they'd go with the eastern seaboard first and blow mm-hmm. that up, and then and then western seaboard, and then um, possibly Chicago, and uh, the area that I'm in because we have you know steel and refining capabilities here. I, 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 either way, it doesn't matter what what we think the targets are. It's bad. I mean, mm-hmm. one missile could could annihilate the entire island. Well, they were talking about if they hit Yellowstone, and uh, you know, just the the force would cause probably giant earthquakes and and um, you know, you're thinking you're thinking that volcano that the, eruptions uh, you could cause all sorts of stuff. You know? Well, it's a mega volcano under Yellowstone. If that that fucker goes off, it's going to be a global catastrophe. Buckle plus, up. if you if you hit on the west or the middle of the country. I mean, uh, the the air is going to carry all of that um, radiation across to the East Coast, anyways. So, I mean, you're going to fall out everybody from fallout, anyways. So, I don't know. It's interesting though, because uh, I I make a general comparison uh, with what's going on with Ukraine and Russia right now. To how did we feel um, when Russia was bringing missiles into Cuba, and they were right outside our front door, and they were on our doorstep? Very good point. How, how did we feel? It's like put yourself in their shoes, NATO. And these these NWO people, these Davos people and World Economic Forum people, you know, they've all been working together for decades and just causing one conflict after another. Now they're creeping up on Russia and causing Russia to, to pull some crazy maneuvers. But it's not going to end up for anybody. Right. And a lot of people blame Russia for uh, attacking Ukraine and looking at Russia like they're the aggressor. But in reality... I don't think that that they're the bad guy here. I mean, yeah, it's bad to invade another country and, you know, to cause harm to uh, innocent people. And that'll happen in any war, in any invasion. Mm-hmm. But um, with with uh, what we've done in surrounding them is put Russia in that position to where they feel like they have to uh, defend themselves and kind of give us that dead space in, in that no man's land away from their country um and that's i think that's a lot of our actions in our interventionalist uh uh imperialist type uh maneuvers have pushed them into acting that way and mm-hmm. i think i think in their eyes it's uh a defensive it's a defensive invasion is 
far as you know as weird as that sounds but i mean anytime you do something you always got to try to be empathetic like just as just as far as a human being goes when i do something to somebody else i got to think well how would i feel if i were in their shoes how am i treating them you know if i do something bad to somebody you would think you know how would they feel if 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 how would i feel if they did that to me you know what i mean right. and there's, and as far as foreign policy goes no we don't we don't we don't put ourselves in that position we just we're very greedy and we don't we don't think of how we would feel if we don't like to think of how we would feel if people did that uh to us and right. we need to we need I mean, to i think that's what's missing in our foreign policy how would most americans feel if um you know um I don't know. North Korea was setting up bio labs and funneling money and funneling, you know, humans, trafficking humans, trafficking drugs, uh, you know, funneling money to God knows where and what and setting up bio labs in Canada. How would we feel? You know, would we want them right there? No. And that's how Russia and Ukraine is. It's like they're just going to sit there and, and let people do whatever they want, like right south of their border until it gets to, uh, you know, a level where it's uncontrollable no they gotta stop it before it gets out of control yeah they gotta feel like they're gonna they're gonna have to do something about it and then they they did you know and right now nato is using ukraine is fighting a proxy war against russia we're dumping all this money into them we're paying all all their bills um we're suffering the united states people like me and you are suffering here with high high prices high inflation high uh high fuel prices energy prices um and it's it's all as a direct result of our foreign policy and we choose not to uh change any of this foreign policy we meddle and we need to we, we just, do we, we meddle everywhere and it's, it's everywhere cost us. It's already it needs cost to us. stop it needs to stop um goes down 250 military bases around the world save billions and billions of dollars every year and apply it to our own people instead of policing the world we don't need to we could be saving tens of billions of dollars every year fix homelessness homelessness fix the the kids that are starving in this country you know it's like united just to get it just to get a grip uh on this whole thing uh i like to listen to a show that's on spotify and it's on youtube too called breaking points with uh crystal and sagar and it's a kind of an independent uh show sagar's sort of a sort of a conservative and crystal's crystal's a bernie bernie sanders leftist Mm -hmm. and i like to listen it is a it's a great show i love the show they're very balanced Um, they're very they're very um they're very even in their their breakdown of things well i like independent thought and i like to listen to people that i disagree with and uh i don't always agree with either one of them but on foreign policy i'm dead dead nuts and in agreement with them and sagar makes the point he's very you know if we're going to have nato he says if we're going to have nato we have contributed more to ukraine well first of all let's ask the question who does you who does russia pose more a threat to the united states or all of europe the answer is obvious it's all of europe because of their proximity to russia right Right. they're closer to russia they control the energy 
in Russia controls their energy. So Russia is more of a threat to all of Europe. How much do you think that the, the difference in the United States is uh, provided to Ukraine compared to all of Europe? We've provided more than all of Europe, all of NATO combined times like two. Dude, we, we gave them their entire... It's insane. The amount of money we've given them is insane. And there's no accountability We gave them whatsoever. enough money to run their country for an entire year in one drop. And that's just going to the military. And, it's insane. And, and it's not going to the military. It's going everywhere else, too. You know, it's like the money's going everywhere else. Uh, who knows where these arms are going to? It could be another Iran-Contra type situation where... You know, they're selling arms to somebody else, you know, to give money to certain people in Ukraine or to traffic money through Ukraine or to traffic humans. Well, these the the, some trade. of these arms are 100 percent in 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 cash infusions, I'm sure, are uh, ending up on uh, in foreign countries. I've I've heard some some of these Ukrainian weapons. I've read in a report that uh, like maybe it was probably a month back that some of these Ukrainian these weapons that were meant for Ukraine are showing up in africa right they're getting sold on the black it's getting exactly. sold in the black market um so i mean the the way we're going about supporting this war is foolhardy um the, the stuff isn't getting going to the uh the ukrainians like we uh think that it is not all of it at least not all of it definitely you could be bet your ass and all the money is and that's the way that the uh the CIA and all these other people wanted to be because they can funnel these weapons to where they wanted to go. They could funnel this money where they wanted to go and it's free money just keeps on pumping in, pumping in, pumping in. And, um, there's no oversight. And that's the way, that's the way these black, uh, black budget intelligence agencies like it. And, um, you know, they're, they're just, they're, they're raping us financially, I think. Yeah. I love foreign policy. Foreign policy is my bread and butter. I could go on all day and rant about this shit. It's not so much my, my strong suit. Um, I'm more of a spirituality. It's my metaphysical foreign policy. This, person. this stuff, this stuff, I like since I was in the Marine Corps and stuff like that. Um, I remember like I had, I had like a, a old history book that I had that was all in foreign policy. And I would just read that and reread it and reread it and reread it. Mm -hmm. and and i just i i ate it up dude i i love this stuff you know i I, love I, law. I I nerd out on this shit i do but i, like I mean that's i like spirituality too though i could talk that stuff too yeah, but was, not as much as foreign policy when i was going to college and i made the mistake of going to college for a criminal justice degree so why was it a mistake because I, dis uh, I disagree. I knew, I knew in my gut, you know, I was never going to be. I never wanted to be a police officer. I wanted to be. A doesn't detective. mean this. Doesn't I want to be a private a investigator or something. But uh, it's. But I wanted. To, I wanted to learn the law because I was thinking maybe if I like it a lot, maybe I can trans transition and go to law school eventually and stuff. You know, you get your base because you got to take those classes to go to law school. Sure. But. But um. No, no. The only classes I enjoyed was like constitutional law and uh, stuff like that. And, uh, law is so fascinating. And if you know your rights, really, the police don't don't have shit on you. See, law kind of makes my eyes glaze over. But I mean, like, I, I don't think that that was you're right. I don't think that it was a mistake, though, because, I mean, you you learned something from it, right? Mm. Oh, I, I learned and, a lot. We we and and okay, well, we learn from our mistakes too, right? Things that we think we've done that's a mistake, right. 
we learn, you know, don't touch the stove because it's hot. And we, we learn, you know, things in life. That's not the path for me, you know, but yeah. we, we, we learn through our experiences, whether they are right or wrong. Yeah. And, um, and that's just the way things are. And it doesn't mean that that was a bad way to go. I and, went to uh, college too. Go ahead. Well, Bernie, Bernie Carter, the Lake County prosecutor was the best, best professor I had. Cause Lake County, Lake, Indiana. Yeah. Lake County, Indiana, right outside Chicago. But, um, you know, he, t- you know, cause he knows law is boring. So he taught us that if you want to learn anything, especially something that's not interesting to you, you have to learn how to apply it to yourself in your own personal life. So you just put yourself in these situations and all of a sudden they become more interesting, you know, and that's a good way to, good way to learn a lot of, a lot of boring stuff. A lot of jargon. Yeah. And my experience with college, uh, I, I went to college to be a high school teacher when I got out of the Marine Corps, I wanted to be a high school teacher cause I, I like history and I like just to talk about the things that we're talking about now. Um, and you know, everything was, I, in, in high school, man, I got terrible grades. I, I didn't tr- apply myself. I had like D's and C's. I'd, I'd be happy with a C. I really would be, I, I didn't get enough, you know, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do my homework. I wouldn't. <laughs> I was do happy any being homework. average. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not exceeding at anything. I'm. I'm I don't care. I'm. I'm average. I, I I knew a lot of the stuff except for math. I knew a lot of the stuff. I don't math. I knew a lot of the stuff. I did not do the homework though. The homework I would just not turn in, and the shit was all zeros. I was interested in just hanging out with you and other people and right. things like that. And, and not doing the homework. And if I was going to try to do the homework, I tried to do it right before and copy copy from somebody else. But I knew a lot of the material. I like get good grades on the test, but all the zeros drugged me down big time. Yep. And um, I didn't apply myself. And I went to college. I was like, you know what? Fuck that. I want to learn as much as I can. And I really applied myself to, I, do, I remember uh, doing papers on like ancient rome and things like that i did ancient world history dude a in the class i got an a i was busting out like 25 page papers and shit like that and uh just just knocking it out of the park just you know home runs i was pointing out and fucking knocking it out the park and then i sat in the class with kids you know i wanted to be a high school teacher sat in the class with kids and i was like i fucking hate teenagers <laughs> i can't stay i couldn't do it i would I... teach history it's so fascinating but especially nowadays man we were bad enough but these kids just keep getting worse and worse dude dude i can't i i, I can't I, I i i sat in front of people i've sat in front of kids and this was in a rural school this was in kankakee valley indiana this is a rural oh, school yeah. compared Small to where classrooms. i was and and Dude, I don't like teenagers, and uh, I sat in front of people that were like me when I was a teenager that didn't give a fuck, didn't care, and it's just like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm wasting my time. At least you finished. I didn't finish. No, I dropped out. You didn't finish high school? I didn't. No, I I had college. No, high school. I I, I dropped out of college. Oh, no, no, I'm saying you finished high school, though. I did not. Oh, yeah, yeah. You did not? I didn't know that. No, I dropped out, man. No, I, I emancipated myself. Um, I did not at, know that. At 16, so that I can make my own decisions. 
And um, I just quit going after junior year. There, Sam halfway, grown, halfway through junior year, I was done, man. I couldn't take anymore. Because said, uh, I'm grown. I mean, my home life was horrible. You know, my, my family life was all fucked up growing up, you know? Just yeah, sure. Always something sure. crazy going on in my household. <laughs> but uh, so it just, I don't know. And it just, the way the school felt to me after our freshman year, your sophomore year, that was the last good year, dude. <clears throat> Because after that, the police state came into the high school, and now you had metal gates, and you had these little name tags, and you had to show your papers, and you couldn't do anything. You couldn't move around the school. Bro, that's when they put cameras everywhere. Cameras everywhere. everywhere, and you felt like you were yeah. in a prison. We didn't have that. We didn't have that. It did. It did. I remember used to, I used to call it, we went to Maryville High School. I used to call it Maryville Prison right. when I was a kid. I, I used to hate that, and that's why I didn't care. It felt like you were in lockdown, to, and you were being trained to. You were being trained to be uh, a good zombie. You were being trained to obey and do what you're told, and just be a good little worker. And uh, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I didn't I didn't feel like we were given any responsibility at all when these they don't give kids responsibility anymore, and now these kids don't know what to do because it's like you know you're not teaching them how to be an adult. You're just teaching them how to be how to follow. Yeah. It's true. Um, the only other thing that I can think of that makes me feel like I felt when I was in high school is going through TSA at the airport. If, if you have you ever flown before MD? Oh yeah, TSA. It's when, a it's a nice it's a nice go, little groping before you get on the plane. You know when you when you well right you know usually I charge for this shit but you know right. they get it for free apparently. I just put I put um, a big dildo in my pants so it looks like I got a raging boner and I just let them go at it, man. Go ahead, fill up. Hey, what's get, that? Get your what's rocks that in my off. pocket? Don't worry about it. Something in my front pocket for you. Anyway, now that we're really off the rails, uh, <laughs> let me go into my next transition. Me into my next one here. I want to talk about Greta. Oh, you want to go to Greta? Let's go to Greta, dude. All right, hold on. I I had another one here. So as everybody knows, that Davos is in full swing right now. And our uh, little climate change activist, Greta Thunberg, Turdberg, as I like to call her, Greta Turdberg, you know, the, the fucking scam you? artist. She, dude, yeah, she, uh, the one that wants us to eat bugs and, and, and not have any uh, fossil fuels anymore or anything like you that. You don't need that stuff. Yeah, who needs fossil fuels, right? Anyway, she's, she's, she's in town. And she was in Germany. Uh, she went to Germany for a climate protest because, I guess, guess what? NATO's uh, NATO's foreign policy has caused an energy crunch in uh, in Europe, and um, and Germany needs they need energy. Pause that real quick, MD. Don't don't play just yet. Oh no, I'm not gonna. Now, let me let me build this up. So, uh, energy, Germany, energy is a thing in Germany. Germany needs energy. They get most of their energy from where? Russia. Um, and they want to stop that. They need fuel. They have to build. So they're mining for coal and they had to get rid of this town because they need coal, because they need energy, because they got, you know, energy issues, serious energy issues. Uh, like the likes of people in the United States can't imagine. And uh, so this little uh, climate change tart comes to town 
and um stage a fake protest they they, they, well, they stage a pro, there's a protest and <laughs> she comes protest. there they stay carrying her they, away they come they come they she comes and and tries to steal the show for the the you know the davos type crowd right. you know the the show that she's the leader of the climate change movement <laughs> she's and still, everything like she's that still the and alpha dog cole cole is evil and things like that so uh so let's let's take a look at a psyop. Don't play it just yet. Yeah. Let's take a look at a psyop that's being played. This kid is a fucking actor and always has been Bought an actor. And paid for. Bought and paid for going in front of the UN and you know talking about climate change, which is completely not man-made at all. Not at all. Not at all. And um and and if it is let me tell you that we got technology to change to to make rain clouds and do everything like that. So yeah. I mean, you know, the seed rain clouds and and such. But but like as far as like climate change and the sea is boiling and the ice sheets are melting and then things are going to be underwater like half of Florida, like Al Gore said, like all like that, they were saying twenty five years ago that it was going to happen in twenty. They're like in twenty five years, it's going to be all underwater. Well, guess what? It's not. In the 1970s, it was global cooling was going to happen. And the scientists all agreed that the globe is cooling and there's going to be another ice age. And then in the (laughs) 90s, it's the the ozone layer is gone and we're going to have global warming and everything's going to turn into a desert and the ice sheets are going to melt the the 80s was like cfc's or whatever it is the carbon carbon and hairspray coral fluorocarbons yeah yeah and and now and now it's they you know they don't know what way they're going so they're just going with climate change because it's all encompassing and so this little bitch is the fucking the since she was a like a teenager she was the leader she's been the leader yeah. for the UN in the face groomed any any time you want to run a psy up on people you have to attack people's emotions you don't go with logic right you never go with logic always you go always after go, emotions because people cannot make people cannot make logical good decisions when their emotions are running. It's hundred percent, and people are easily manipulated when they're in an emotional state. So that's why they like to um, do some sort of trauma or some sort of uh, fear, or and uh, and mix that into with their campaign to raise people's emotions to make them manipulatable. Now, this bride's been um, talking about you know. <clears throat> that we're going to destroy the environment and we only have so long to act and then we're all going to die and we're destroying her, uh, kids of her age's world. Yeah. So she's the part of the PSYOP. So here she is at this protest and and the, the police, and the headlines all were on Drudge Report and, and other, and other um, websites that I was reading over the week. Greta Thunberg, drug away, arrested by police, you know, during violent uh, climate protests. Let's take risking her health and safety. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. Let's take a look at how. Let's take a look how she was drug away by the police. Let's let's see this hoax. Looks, she looks really upset. Yeah, very passionate.
taken in. Very distressing. Well, they're all standing around before the photo op. Here, yeah, here's before they drug her away. Look at oh. smiling with Get your smiling. Photo. Yep. Such a joke. Ready, set, action. Yeah. Good job, BBC. Just posing, posing with the cops before you know before you're quote unquote arrested. Can you um, can you give me screen share, Matt? Yeah, one second. Sure. So, and then where do you think her next step is? Oh, it's not jail. No, because she was not charged with anything. She just they just drag her over a dirt mound and let her go. You know what I mean? That's because right. that's, that's the way any of us are arrested or anybody else in this world's arrested. All right. You can go ahead. Right. And right. Um. Um, you can see my screen. No. Okay, let me go back. Let me try to unfuck this. I fucked something up. All right, I gotta go to up here. Sorry, guys. Um, share content screen. Start broadcast. Microphone. Do you see me? Yep. You see it? Yep. All right. So this little this little bitch goes to fucking Davos after this, right? Where Klaus Schwab and all the other scumbags are meeting. And uh these these reporters from Rebel News who have been just absolutely just trolling all these globalist types. Nice. Caught up with Greta Thunberg. And here's a little video of that. And this is I'll only play a little bit of it because it goes on for about twenty minutes. But I'll play a little, I'll play the beginning and it's a gem. It's where all the VVIPs pop by to give their propaganda message, dutifully transcribed by the media party here. How dare you? It is the most important person in the world, according to the World this Economic awesome Forum. Me. It is young I want this guy's Greta Thunberg. So we'll see if we can catch a minute of the young lady's look at, look at the time. Greta, how many times did you rehearse your arrest at the German coal mine? How many times did you rehearse it? Because it looked staged. Is it true? How many times did you re rehearse your arrest? Greta, how many times did you film your arrest and why was it staged that way? Greta, considering you've not spent much time in school, how do you know so much about climate change? Greta, maybe you want to talk for real journalists. Uh, what did you talk to you here in uh, Davos? Was it successful? Are they all three from the same Greta, place? as a real journalist, is oh, climate change as real your, as your arrest? Greta, how far are you willing to go? You're willing to break the law. Will you renounce later, violence? Get that far. Will you renounce violence, Greta? Or do you support Antifa? You've worn an Antifa shirt before. Are you in favor of Antifa? Greta, how did you get here today? What was your climate footprint traveling here? <laughs> oh, can't answer that. That's What's your plan while you're here, Greta? Yeah, it's all she does. It's all she does. Five. What? <laughs> Do we have a Friday demo tomorrow here? Greta, how do you feel about discussing climate change with the uh, delegates here when they nearly all when nearly all of them take private jets? Do you think at least the fact these delegates take private jets is a bad thing against you know what you believe in? All of this could be done via Zoom, so surely 
Surely you should be encouraging all the delegates here, especially the likes of US Special Envoy John Kerry for climate, uh, Kerry. Special Envoy for climate change. Surely you should be saying to these people, you should be doing this via Zoom with a much smaller carbon footprint, surely? <laughs> Greta, avoid my questions if climate change is a con. Well, I think that says enough. <laughs> Greta, energy prices in Europe have never been higher. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Are you happy that natural gas is so expensive so people can't afford it? Or do you think that's bad? Greta, it's getting he quite cold no... in Davos. When can I expect some global warming? When can I expect some global warming? <laughs> he has no viewpoints of her own, dude. Unless Greta, he's got a would you say you're a child actor? Are you Listen. a child actor or an expert? How would you describe Are you a yourself? Child actor? <laughs> he doesn't look very um, Greta, as there any climate either. actions planned whilst you're here? No. All the other activists. I think that's another bullshit scam too. Yeah, isn't she supposed to be on the spectrum? Greta, are you used to gentler yeah. questions, or do you ever talk to people who disagree with you? Greta, who was filming your arrest in Germany? Because it looked like you did that in several takes, didn't you? You were posing with the police. He's answering for you. That's funny. He's He's answering for you. He said you had an agency. What? Oh, sometimes what? I wish I had one. It would be much simpler than. Well, well, who was filming you then? I don't know media. You don't know who was filming you in Germany? He said he knows. He says it was an agency. News agency, you idiot. Do you normally have reporters defending you? Yeah. It's very likely that the German police and RWE, a fossil fuel company, would stage an arrest. How many, how many times did you, were you arrested? Because you posed for it several times, didn't you? <laughs> sure. What is your main message to so, people I mean, who are at the Yeah, it, uh, go ahead and take the video back over, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, if, if it's not obvious at this point that this is just a psyop, and you know it was it was all captured for the headline, I don't know what is. I mean, it's just so, so many things are just completely, completely faked in your media, and then posted on there, and then you read the headline and you don't look into it anymore, and you don't realize that the whole entire thing was fabricated. You got the video back on me. Hmm. You can take it off. Take it off my screen. You take take your con the control away or whatever. The zoom. All right. I don't know how to stop stop the share. There you go. There we go. I just had to figure it out. That's all. Anyway, so that's. <laughs> let's see what I do. Okay. Can you see me? There we go. Yeah. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's so much in our media is just completely fabricated. It's a that, show. That, it's it's watching. It, a, it's a long, long movie. Yeah, yeah it, it is. It's, it's and that's what these these corporate people put out, and they make it seem like it. You know, this is what's going on, and it's really not. It's just their narrative of what's going on, and we need to be smart enough to realize that that a lot of what we watch and a lot of what we consume, as far as news goes is completely fabricated 100 percent right
and that's just what I wanted to show you guys today. That that a lot of this is just bullshit. Yeah. I know I showed you this video yesterday when we were talking, but I wanted to wanted to play it here. That's all I got. I think we hit on everything that I wanted to talk about. All right. Yeah, I got this. I got this video. I thought it's good, and I said, uh, you know, I showed you yesterday, but I'd like to play on the show because thought it was pretty decent. So, this is a comedian in front of um, Oxford University students. Um, speaking his mind about woke, uh, woke society and responsibility, personal responsibility. The first non-student speaker for the proposition, I've now been the fourth, which means that I now have to thank all the previous speakers for making my best points for me. Uh, and I find that the reason, the main reason now that I have left to be uh, in support of the motion is that I am so tired of talking about woke culture. That's why it's gone too far, more than anything else. And I thank the other speakers for making the points for me because it means I don't have to reiterate the point that no, no, free speech is not some right-wing reframing of whatever. It's the foundation of Western civilization upon this civilization is built and the Enlightenment values that led to it. I don't have to make the point that has been made by far better people in the past that the only way to deal with the problem of racism is to treat people on the content of their character and nothing else. And the fact that woke culture seeks to overturn that is a new form of racism that we must all oppose. It means also I will not use this opportunity to say I told you so as someone who spent the last five years warning people in the West that if we continue to erode our culture, if we continue to undermine our confidence in Western values, that our enemies Enemies like Vladimir Putin will seek to capitalize on it. I will not make any of those points tonight, at all. <laughs> Instead, I am not going to talk to those of you who already agree with me, which I imagine is most of you. Um, I'm not going to talk to you because I imagine after everything you've heard tonight, you're going to vote for the proposition. I'm going to confess I will take your vote for granted. Tonight, I am the Labour Party and you are the Red Wall. Now, I want to talk to those of you who are woke and who are open to rational argument. A small minority, I accept. <laughs> because one of the tenets of wokeness is, of course, that your feelings matter more than the truth. But I believe in you. I believe there are those of you here who are woke, who are open to rational argument. So let me make one. We are told that your generation cares more than any other about one issue in particular, and that issue is climate change. We're told that many of you suffer from climate anxiety. You wish to save the planet. And for tonight, and tonight only, I will join you. I will join you in worshiping at the feet of St. Greta of climate change. <laughs> Let us all accept right here, right now, that we are living through a climate emergency and our stocks of polar bears are running extremely low. I join you in this view. I truly do. Now, what are we to do about this huge problem facing humanity? What can we in Britain do? We can only do one thing. You know why? This country is responsible for 2% of global carbon emissions, which means that if Britain was to sink into the sea right now, 
it would make absolutely no difference to the issue of climate change. You know why? Because the future of the climate is going to be decided in Asia and in Latin America by poor people who couldn't give a shit about saving the planet. No, thank you. No, thank you. It's going to be decided by poor people in Asia and Latin America who don't care about saving the planet. You know why? Because they're poor. Because they're poor. I come from Russia, which is not a poor country. It's a middle-income country. 20% of households in Russia do not have an indoor toilet. What they have is an outdoor toilet. And I don't mean one of those nice portaloos that we get here. I don't even mean a Glastonbury portaloo. I mean a wooden shack with a hole in the ground that holds a collected fermented memory of the last 10,000 visits. <laughs> How many of you are going to go home tonight and say, let's rip out our bathroom and erect a Siberian shithouse in the back garden? <laughs> and if you're not, why should they? 120 million people in China do not have enough food. I don't mean that they don't get dessert. I mean they suffer from malnutrition. That means that their immune system is breaking down because they don't have enough food. You're not going to get them to stay poor. Imagine you're Xi Jinping, the leader of China. When you were 10 years old, there was a revolution, a cultural revolution in your country. And people came and they put your father in prison. Your mother had to denounce him. Your sister killed herself. And you, no longer enjoying the protection of your formerly powerful father, were sent to a village where you lived in a cave house. And here you are, decades later. You have clawed your way up the bloody and greasy pole of Chinese politics to be the undisputed supreme leader of the very Communist Party that destroyed your family. And you know that the main thing you have to do to survive and to stay in power is to deliver the one thing that the people of China want, prosperity, economic growth. Where do you think climate change ranks on Xi Jinping's list of priorities? A third of all children who live in extreme poverty in the world live in India. That means they are starving and dying of preventable disease. Now, about 15 months ago, my wife got pregnant. Not me, because we're old school. <laughs> and for nine months, we talked about what our boy would look like, what he might do when he grows up. We looked at baby scans and videos on YouTube about what the fetus looks like at nine months and 12 months and 20 months. And eventually he was born. And he is this cute little bundle of joy. He's cuter than about 80% of puppies. Right. Now, if you said to me that I had a choice, either my son had a serious risk of starving or dying from a preventable disease in the next year, or I could press a button and he would live. He would go to school. He would bring his first girlfriend home. He'd go to university and graduate and become a woke idiot. And then he'd get a job and get married and have children and become a man. But all I have to do is press this button. And for every day of my son's life, a giant plume of CO2 
is going to re get released into the atmosphere. Now, you're all very young, and most of you are not parents. Let me tell you something. There is not a parent in the world who would not smash that button so hard their hand bled. And the problem with woke culture is that it's trained too many young minds like yours to forget about that. Thank you very much. 100%, man. Sorry it was so long. No, but he makes a great point. I mean, all we're doing with this, uh, with this climate change uh, stuff is we're selling our own, own country out and punishing our own citizens when none of the rest of the world and developing world especially like china brazil uh any of south america russia none of these other countries are going along with any of this shit no and we're just we're, the ones we're, that punishing are down. We're, we're punishing ourselves and putting ourselves in a weaker position but they want people stuck on those carbon tax credits man you know, it's all about money. They want to make money in the future. They could care less about the, the CO2 emissions and the planet, dude. They've been abusing and destroying the planet for decades. These corporations and industries don't give two shits about the planet. They want to make money. It's all about tax. It's about tax and control. It's not just about tax. It's about yeah. control, too. There's you people can that can't this, afford to can't drive on you know, you got a carbon tax. You can't afford to drive if you don't have money. You can't travel. You can't go anywhere. You're limited to your movement. You're stuck where they want you to be. You know, and then Klaus Schwab's talking about these uh, new smart cities. Everything's five minutes away. You know, you can walk to the grocery store. You can walk to the doctor. Everything's five minutes away. These big smart cities are going to track control you, and he's pumping them out by 2027. So what do you, yeah, but that's not going to happen in India. It's not going to happen no. in, in China. It's not going to happen in anywhere where all the pollution is occurring. Um, that's where all the pollution is occurring, by the way, is India, China, and, uh, you know, South America. I mean, we, we put out a good amount of pollution, but it's, it, I mean, our stuff's a lot cleaner than, than it is over there because there ain't no regulation over there. Right. Um, so, I mean, in reality, we're not doing, we're not making China pumps dent. out six times the emissions that America does, and nobody's worried about that over there. We ain't so. making a dent. We ain't making a dent in any of this stuff. Not to say that we should. I'm, I'm somebody that, that loves Mother Nature and I love, uh, I love the outdoors. I like to, I like to hunt. I like to fish. I like, I like clean water, you know, just as mm -hmm. much as anybody. And I don't think that fucking big industry should just be destroying and running roughshod over our wild areas or anything like that. Yeah. They have, they have decimated Having... this country and it's, it's wildlife and the water, the land, everything is poisoned. And, uh, and have, but, but having said that we shouldn't be crippling ourselves to the way that we are either. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's not, it's, you know, I don't know. It's just it, the way we're going about our, all this stuff is not right because it's, it's not about actually making a change. It's just about control and money. And that's all it is. It's a, it's a scam. Right. That's what I think. That's my well, opinion. Let's go over to the uh, world economic forum. Sure. And let's uh, check it out. What you got? Let's see what they, because, you know, you've heard of chemtrails, haven't you? 
Everybody yes, says they have. I I see them. Everybody says they don't exist, but they have been doing this at least since the seventies. Admitted not only by the Department of Defense and everybody else in the in the political realm in America knows about it. But I mean, now uh, Klaus Schwab and everybody's talking about it, getting their two cents in. But they're called upper atmospheric aerosol injections. And we've Imagine been doing it since the seventies to control Imagine. weather. We can control the amount of sunlight that comes to Earth. And, you know, imagine a future where despite efforts to reduce greenhouse gas emissions quickly, parts of the world have become unbearably hot. Some governments might decide to geoengineer the planet by spraying substances into the upper atmosphere to form fine reflective aerosols, known a process known as stratospheric, <laughs> stratospheric strat- aerosol injection. Thank what you. they that's do big, is they, that's they, a big word from my ass. Yeah, they, they spray aerosol out of the back of, of, of jets or drones that are filled with microparticulates of metals. And this way it, it sits in the atmosphere and it literally reflects the sun off the microparticulates back into the atmosphere, back away from Earth. Now, why don't they want us getting sun? Because, you know... Thousands of years ago and, and other parts of these of climate cycles throughout history, we had, you know, a tropical world where the entire, entire planet was tropical and then and, and, uh, plant life was lush. We had plenty of food, nice temperatures, and uh, that was because we had high carbon dioxide uh, levels in the atmosphere. Because what do plants need to, to grow? They need carbon dioxide. And what do they pump out? Oxygen. So it's good for us. You know, plants are going to die without carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. It's ridiculous. It's the most ignorant uh, shit I've I've heard in so long. And if you say chemtrails don't exist, I mean, they're admittedly doing this. And uh, it's it's obvious. And it's not good for your lungs. You know, respiratory problems and ERs go up uh, 40% after chemtrails are spotted. And uh, so my... My idea, my my uh, idea on it is, okay. So they've known for a long time. They pay attention to the movements of the planets, you know, the galaxy. They know all this stuff, and they knew obviously in the seventies when they started this that we were coming up on um solar on a, a galactic center. Sorry. So in two thousand twelve, we hit galactic center. They knew this was coming, and once we hit galactic center. We are being bombarded by pure photonic light from the center of the galaxy, which purifies us, which causes all sorts of uh, rebellion against tyrants and uh, free thinking. And um, it's just it, it creates a fresh start for humanity and it helps the good people defeat the, the bad. You know, it gives us the light to defeat the darkness. And they knew this. They know this is happening right now. We only have maybe 10, 15 years left of Galactic Center. So. What they're doing is they're also pumping the stuff into the atmosphere to reflect the sunlight away from us so that we're not getting the photonic light from the center of the galaxy so that we're not our spirits are are not able to reach uh, the levels that uh, we're supposed to that we have the potential to. And it's actually it's actually holding us back spiritually. It's dumbing us down. It's it's hurting our health. And um, on top of that, they're going to work it into a tax system to make money off it. And because, you know, they never come up with a plan without three or four ways to 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 gain something out of it. You know, it's like, it's like a grand chessboard and they're just so good at playing this chess game. But 
um yeah I, there's they're spiritually holding us down by spraying this into the air because we need the sunlight there's nothing wrong with sunlight and um by by killing off the you know the vitamin d levels in people you're gonna make them sick their immune systems go to shit cause all sorts of cancer diseases mixed with the vaccine the boosters and it's just an onslaught on our health and our spirit and it's just it's crazy but um i wanted to go back after this one to uh, a follow-up because back in the day you know this article came out in 2005 but uh in the beginning of the climate craze well the, the first you know when al gore was uh, creating first creating this money grab when uh, florida is going to be underwater the <laughs> the national center for policy analysis was uh still doing good work and um they came out with this. Let me show you here. Sorry, folks. Yeah, so the physical evidence. Out of there. Physical evidence of Earth's unstoppable 1,500-year climate cycle. So every 1,500 to 2,000 years, the Earth currently is experiencing a warming trend, but there's scientific evidence that human activities have little to do with it. Instead, the warming seems to be a part of a 1,500-year cycle, plus or minus 500 years, of moderate temperature swings. So this is what I'm talking about. Like They know this is natural. This is a natural cycle of the Earth that happens every 1,500 years. And this 2005, they were still doing good uh, scientific work and, and still doing truthful reporting. So, But uh, it's only gotten worse. Um, the money grabs only gotten worse over the years, and they just keep pushing this climate craze bullshit, and it's all a farce, everybody. It's all to get into your pocketbook and to well, control. I can say that, not to interject or interrupt, but I know that the the climate has been changing all all the whole time that that the Earth's been here. The climate has always right. been in flux. It's right. never just stayed at one point. Right. Never, never, never. Look at when the the, the dinosaurs were here. Um, unless you're a Christian, you don't believe in the dinosaurs. But but look at that that Jurassic type period when when the Earth was hot. Why mm -hmm. was it hot? Was that because of climate change? Because there's too much CO two in the air and blocking out the atmosphere. Why was plant life so of... huge? Because there's plenty of CO two in the air. <laughs> yeah. You look back then, the climate changed, uh, and then and then it cooled off supposedly because of an asteroid or something hit the Earth. Okay, that's the theory. Okay, because it, then it, it did what the jets are doing that we want the jets to do now by spraying the particulate into the air and block out the sun sun rays and and light. Um, and that supposedly cooled, but I mean, but we can look even into the Middle Ages. During the Middle Ages, there is an ice age, um, yeah, uh, like a mini ice, ice age. age. Yeah. During during the Middle Ages, that that you see that the, the the climate is always in flux, and it's it's more of a um, I don't know uh, what am I trying to say? It's more it has to do with like the space uh, outer space and 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 the sun. Then it has anything to do with uh, what's you know the the shit that we're putting up in the air 
the ice age didn't happen back then because the people were burning not enough carbon or too much carbon or whatever it had nothing to do with the, what humans are doing is more to do with what's going on in the sun, maybe solar flares and so on and so forth. Right. And You know, I'm no scientist or anything like that, but I mean, I can look at empirical common sense and see that, that it's always been in change. This shit's always been in flux. Right. Um, so, I mean, while I'm no scientist, I mean, I also don't have an agenda. A lot of these scientists will be like, well, you're not looking at the science. And then now I can say to them, well, I'm also not being paid by people to tell the produce a, a result that they expect you to produce. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because right. there's no, there's no well, science. Where are these, sci- where are these scientists no science getting their money it, from? They're right. getting money from people that want a certain answer. Right. There's no, there's no science in a predetermined result. Exactly. <laughs> They're going to pay you. Okay. We're going to fund you. We're going to give you nice funding, but you have to come up with something that, that says this. Look. Yeah. That says X, Y, outlook. and Z. Right. It's, it's, it's got to say X, Y, and Z. If not, guess what? You don't get any funding. So guess right. what? Scientist wants you, to eat. You Scientist feed your wants family? a big house. Scientist hey. wants a big house. Scientist wants a Ferrari. Guess what? Scientists better play ball. Yep. So. I don't know. You could look at common sense and see, you know, that 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 the climate's been changing uh, without without all that bullshit. So yeah, I mean, if you take a clean look at it, like I said last show, uh, the healthiest thing to do is start from zero. Uh, admit to yourself you know nothing and start from scratch. You look at it with a clean view, man. You can see right through the bullshit. You gotta sometimes when you look at things, you have to let go of your preconceived notions and hear things from all sides and then uh use common sense go with your gut don't don't just go with your emotion because when you go with emotion you're easily manipulated like what we said earlier that's what they use for psyops you're in an an emotional state and then you're easily manipulated and your mind's easily manipulated it's always usually fear that they use but not all the time in this in this grand uh grand Game of chess, do not become a pawn, people. Think for yourselves. Right. Do 100%. research for yourselves. Don't take any of our words for it. Just look into it for yourself. It's not for sure. hard, man. I mean, everybody Google shit, it takes five minutes. And you know what? Um, I the only other thing I have to say to everybody is uh don't be afraid to listen to contradictory opinions ever. That's right. Always be always, always be balanced. Be able- Always be balanced. Always be willing to listen to somebody that you don't agree with, that you think's completely wrong, mm-hmm. and um, just don't be something. afraid to. And don't be afraid to talk to them. And then maybe you'll look at something from another point of view, and yep. maybe you'll, maybe you'll change your mind, and maybe you won't. Maybe right. maybe you'll be more steadfast in what you believe. And uh, but it's not bad to have debates. Nope. And we wel- and we welcome on this channel and on this podcast debate we welcome debate i don't always agree with Matt. i argue with him sometimes we argue all the time we grew up arguing yeah and you know and we still argue about the nature of the world and everything like that and that's right. just the way it is we but agree I mean, on a lot we have a lot of overlap but there's stuff that i think that he thinks is crazy and he think and there's stuff that he thinks that i'm dead wrong on so i mean that's just the way it is but we we love each other and and, and that's the way we should all treat each other is with love and from a place of understanding and respect. That's right. Jesus disagreed with his family members sometimes, but he didn't disown them. <laughs> you know. Uh, For sure. I so, can assume uh, it's true. 
so you want to wrap it up or yeah yeah we'll wrap it up and uh i want to say that we're going to work on getting a way where viewers and or people that want to be guests on our podcast can uh get a hold of us maybe we'll get like a an email or something we can put out there or some sort of way that you guys if somebody wants to be on the show or you want to uh present a conspiracy or you want to talk politics or uh, you disagree with us or anything like that and you want to come on the show um, maybe we can come up with some sort of way where you can contact us and get on here and uh, we'll we'll all have a discussion together and maybe present and listen to new information yeah I'll have an email set up by the next show so people can start emailing it and Beautiful. So we'll try to get that by next episode. And, the, two peop- uh, the two people that listened to the last show, um, we thank you. <laughs> yep. And and <laughs> we hope this one's better. God bless everybody. Have a good night. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And as always, light the fire, send the signal. We are the beacon. Absolutely. Ah! Bye, guys.